how long must an individual work until they're able to qualify for their benefits and retirement, whether that's a pension or what they invested? Well, if you leave it up to some of these WEF pawns, they would love it if you work until you die. They don't want you collecting that pension because that's more money for their insurance coffers and the people that go into their pockets. And right now we're seeing an absolute uprising in France over the last 24 hours. Parts of the city are burning and you're not seeing this all over the news, but I'm going to talk about it today because the same conversations happening with some of our congressmen and our senators here in the United States. They want to bleed you until you're dry. So sit back, grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you're into. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden on the America Out Loud Network. America Emboldened. Great, I feel emboldened. You don't know what they do. You don't know what they sacrifice. We have lost touch with the principles in the Constitution. Nobody's read the Declaration of Independence. You are voting for socialism, and you got what you voted for. Welcome, bold Americans, to America Emboldened. I am your host, Greg Bolden, here on the America Out Loud Network. You can go to www.americaoutloud.com, where you can find hundreds of articles and some great colleagues of mine that provide awesome content throughout the week, 24-7, 365 days a year. This network is a-moving. Well, I'm moving because it's Friday and Friday means I need to dive deep into something. And sometimes I'll go into like Greek mythology or I'll do something, but there's just a headline right now that's really crawled up my, you know what, and I'm just not happy about it whatsoever. And I need to tell my listeners about it because you may not be aware. If you remember Joe Biden's speech at the State of the Union, which he doesn't even know what it's called. That was the best part. I I should find that audio clip eventually. But when he was at the State of the Union, he called for Republicans and Democrats to back Social Security. Well, some of the Republicans were not wanting to back Social Security. I am one of the individuals that says, I don't believe that Social Security is available to us when we get older, if you're in my generation or even younger, despite the fact that I've paid into that thing every single year that I've worked since I was 16 years old, I'm now 44, right? At some point in time, I should be able to collect my Social Security, but the funds I'm going to be robbing from the next generation. So the funds are only accessible to individuals at the earliest age of 62. You can get reduced benefits. Now, they increased the uh, Social Security age once already before. Uh, For persons that were born in 1938 or later, Social Security benefits were affected by a provision which raised that age starting in 2000. And so as a result... By the time you reach 1960 and later, you'll need to be 67. It used to be 65 was the full retirement age. Well, lo and behold, after Joe Biden gives this speech, Republicans start talking about how they want to raise the retirement age. And a few Democrats did this as well. There was a Republican proposal that said possibly go up to 70. Another person said people born in 1978 or later would have to wait until they're 70. 
this made me angry as somebody who was born in 1979. I was not happy to hear about this. I don't want qualifications on this money that the government has received from me every single year. It's not my problem that they chose to piss it away on something. It is their job to figure out how to get the returns. Had I invested the exact same money that I invested in the social security, I would have a much better retirement plan than what the government is going to be giving me back. And that is a absolute fact. But what we should all pay attention to, what we should all really uh, see here is the reason they need to make it 70 is because it's part of a strategy. They have to bring this the 70 in order to be able to pay for social security. Now, there's people that say it shouldn't go uh, any higher, but here's the, the, the little truth of the matter. They know that more people will die before 70. And so this is how they're going to save social security. And now we're seeing in France that the same thing's going on. They're telling people, well, you're going to have to be older to get your pension. Ladies and gentlemen, how long do you want to be working at your job before you should be able to enjoy something? How many days do you want to go to work before you can actually enjoy life? I don't know about you, but I've always felt that some of what we do is a little bit backwards. I'm a huge proponent for if we could find a way to create a lesser work week and still have good means to live, people could choose to work seven days a week if they want to and make more money. And people could choose to work three days a week and make enough to at least provide for their basic needs. Sure, you might not be driving a, a Porsche or something, but uh, you would still be able to put food on the table. If you don't want to work to the bone till you're dead, you should have that as an option. But the bare minimum, if we're going to pay into a government system where they're taking our money from us, then you should have at least some common decency to say, well, gee, the average lifespan is lowering here in the United States to about 73. So if we raise it to 70, we'll only have to pay out three years of it, which means we'll pocket the rest of the money. You thieves, you thieves in Congress and in the Senate. That's exactly what you are. You are theft. And apparently this is an agenda that's not just the United States. This is an agenda that we're now seeing across the world. And France is currently on fire as a result. No, I'm not using any type of hyperbole. I'm serious. They're literally in a violent protest as 1 million people yesterday took to the streets to demonstrate and people started lighting buildings on fire. Now, why are they doing this? Because Macron has stated that he wants to increase the retirement age from 62 to 64. Oh my God, that sounds like a holiday. 62 to 64? Here we have our politicians our uh, donkeys saying that they want to make it 70. At least they're giving their people 10 years of their average lifespan to be able to be retired and collect what they put in, in a right and just way. But here's the problem with all this. Why is this happening? Why are we having this conversation? Well, it's because financially we're not well. I'm trying to paint this picture for everybody that financially are literally in the toilet right now. Whether you're looking at all these banks and what's going on with them, whether it's Credit Suisse or it's the Silicon Valley Bank, you look at the cryptocurrency uncertainty, you look at what FedNow is about to do in July and what they're launching. This is going to be a massive and corrupt takeover of currency. That's not conspiracy. That's a fact. It's right on the Federal Reserve's website. They're telling you what they're about to do. The WEF 
also has a webpage that you can read. And they called it the Macron Factor or Macron Factor. I don't even know how you say his name right now. I'm so angry about this. Where they talked about when Joe Biden took office, that the most important thing was after Brexit and Angela uh, Merkel's departure, that Joe Biden had to get his top European ally to be French President Emmanuel Macron. And the Biden administration, they seized that up right away. Why? Because this was the will of the WEF. The WEF, which is controlling the insurance agencies, the WEF that's tied to BlackRock Financial, to Vanguard, to everybody that's controlling the money right now in order to take care of things. And the leaders know we need to make sure that we're saving money for us. And I don't mean you and me. I mean them and their pet projects, the billionaire class. And so if you're a Republican right now and you're having a conversation about raising my retirement age, you do not speak for me. Shame on you. Any of these Republicans that are taking this as their talking point in order to save Social Security. So what's going on in France right now and how is the media covering it? Because until you probably heard it on my show, unless you're on Twitter and you're following some places in France, you might not have seen it. You might not have seen what's been going on. Well, the interior ministry said that this march they had in Paris had numerous marches elsewhere around the country, but the one that uh, caused the fires and stuff was a record for the capital, 119,000 people showed up to protest this pension increase. Polls are saying that the majority of French oppose the president's bill to raise this from 62 to 64. He's saying if we don't raise it from 62 to 64, the system's about to fail. Don't fall for the fear. This is a load of dookie. Okay, if you don't know what Dookie is, go look at Green Day's album Dookie and you'll find out what I mean by that word for those not down with that lingo. It's a load of Dookie. And the reason it's a load of Dookie is because what's going to happen next? They can't manage the money properly as it is. How long till it goes from 64 to 66, 66 to 68, 68 to 70, and then you're dead. This is nothing more than a reconsolidation of government wealth in order to be able to keep a state uh, mentality of empowering those that are in the wealth system. This does not help the poor in any way. This does not help the middle class in any way. This is theft. I'm going to continue to call it that. And we cannot allow our Republicans here in the United States to follow what the president is doing in France. Unions have called for new protest uh, when next Tuesday hits because King Charles III is planning to visit France. Now, King Charles III, one of the most corrupt little bastards there is, is calling for there to be this new tax on carbon and making sure that everybody is following the proper uh, economic plan for Mother Earth. Now, I'm not saying that it's not good to be, you know, taking care of Mother Earth. What I am saying is, King Charles III is part of the WEF, is part of the billionaires that are trying to control where the finances are going in the future. What's this have to do with next Tuesday while well, he's visiting with Macron? 
And people are saying that this is all being orchestrated. Here's what I'm seeing. As I do my research, it's all orchestrated in Davos by the WEF. It's not any type of surprise that immediately after the forum ends, all the world leaders, all the billionaires leave, that all of a sudden things start collapsing around us, that we're hearing these stories. And keep in mind the amount of distractions they're putting in front of you so that way you're not seeing these stories on the nightly news. The news over in France is also trying to control this, saying that it's a mostly peaceful protest. Where have we heard that before? A mostly peaceful protest. Uh, Last time I saw, when you're burning down buildings and trying to stop your government, uh, that's not part of a peaceful protest when you light the entire building on fire. There are now strikes. They're blocking train stations. Uh, They're blocking the airport, refineries, and ports. There are now street battles between police and people that they're calling black-clad. I guess that's their um, version of Antifa. It's a masked group, they say, that attacked at least two fast food restaurants, a supermarket, and a bank that tells, well, that's how much things are really getting bad. The police had Molotov cocktails thrown at them. That's dangerous. They've also had objects and fireworks. Fireworks, not as dangerous, still a little dangerous, but Molotov cocktails, that will kill somebody. Uh, They were charged multiple times, and they had to use tear gas to disperse the rioters. I can tell you, stuff like this happens in the United States. People are going to die. (laughs) The people, if they wake up, and this is what the government doesn't want. The government does not want people waking up saying, no, you represent me. You represent what I want. It is not about what you want. And that's why they want to take guns away too. I know I'm connecting some things here, but this is exactly what it's about. It's a power consolidation with wealth first. And then once they weaken you that way, they'll weaken all the other push points. I'm going to take a break here. You can probably hear it in my voice. I've been fighting a little thing with allergies. So I'm going to rest my voice for a few moments and then hit back with the second half of the show. I hope that this has been informative so far. As always, you can go on to Twitter at RealGregBolden. Give me a follow. Last name Bolden, B-O-U-L-D-E-N. And go to my website, www.americaemboldened.com. Love to see you over there. Take a break here. Make sure you guys are going to our sponsors, especially the Genesis HOCL Fogger. You know, if you're worried about whether this is allergies or it's cold, at least you can eliminate the viruses, the bacteria, and the mold from the room by using the Genesis HOCL Fogger. And then you'll just know it's seasonal allergies, right? So you can go to www.genesisfogger.com backslash out loud, where simply by listening to the show in America Out Loud Network, they give you a discount for being a friend. Well, the Out Loud Truth was the rallying call that started it all. A wide spectrum of programming from world and political news to societal, your health, and cultural stories. Seven amazing years of news stories, informative podcasts, and great talk radio. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer, 
The stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. Welcome back, Bold American. Second half of the show, we're talking about pensions. Pensions. And I'm just thinking to myself, (laughs) so they want to raise the retirement age in order to save money. But isn't this the same administration here in the United States that just shored up all the pensions in the Ukraine that were paying their pensions there. I mean, the irony here, you can't write this stuff any better for how corrupt it all comes out. I decided to take the break to look at some footage from France and people are calling it the French revolution version 2.0. Some people are saying that there were three and a half million people that took to the streets, not one million like people had reported. Apparently, there were water cannons, there were bridges falling down and multiple places that were on fire. This is shocking footage when you go and you start to find it. I will put some on my Twitter page. I'm hitting the retweet button so that way people can see it. Uh, It's going to get very interesting there. There, just about an hour ago, as I'm uh, sitting here recording this, I was looking, and now uh, several fire brigades have joined the protesters in favor of abolition of the pension reform, and they're calling for the resignation now of their president. So let me get this straight. The people that are supposed to be putting out the fires are now joining the protesters. If you're in France right now, Uh, things are going to get even spicier. Now, France is not the only country that might burn soon. The UK, they want the pension age to rise to 68 by 2030. Why is it I keep hearing about a plan for 2030? A 2030 agenda. I, I was talking to my good friend Chris Michaels the other day. And he said, well, you know, this, this whole digital currency, it's all shaping up for 2030. And I said, no, Chris, it's here now. But the UN has an agenda for what they call sustainable development. It's a action plan for people, an action plan for the planet in order to make sure that there's prosperity. I got an idea 
about prosperity. I have an idea. Why don't we shrink government and shrink spending and not find it necessary to fund every single pet project underneath the sun? Why don't we have an earnest conversation about the excessive spending that just Joe Biden did with the Pacific Ocean that he wants to do for climate change? Can we talk about climate change? Are we allowed to address it and not be called a crazy person? Are we allowed to talk about how when a volcano goes off, it could actually create a lot of global cooling? Or could we talk about the fact that our sun's ramping up to a solar cycle, the solar maximum here, and we're seeing activity right now that could likely endanger life here on our planet, that climate change really doesn't matter whatsoever, except for people looking to make more money and funnel money in to other parts. Because the fact of the matter is, if the sun releases a solar flare like the Carrington event, which was around 1859, I believe, where all the Western lines decided to just blow up from the solar flare. Right now, we are reliant on electricity through far much more uh, sophisticated technology. We have satellites up in space beaming information that would likely get fried. We have lines down here on Earth that could get fried if the auroras made it all the way down to the equator. People could be without electricity for literally months on end. But yeah, let's talk more about climate change. Let's not talk about what we're doing to shore up our electric grid to make sure that we are sustainable in the event that we get some type of solar kill shot. Yep, that's right. Let's just continue to give the UN more power to get their 2030 agenda, which who is against the UN right now? Hmm. Insert Jeopardy music. Do, 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 do. That's right. We have Russia and China. Now, I'm not supporting Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Okay, that's that's not what this is. But we have Russia and China right now that are creating an axis to become a world power against the UN. They've spoken out about the UN uh, overstepping their boundaries. We know that our president is lockstep hand in hand with the UN. I believe whoever we elect next needs to take a different stance with the United Nations. We need to go back to our constitution. We need to go back to honoring going straight to Congress before we get involved in these wars overseas with the UN and this these allies that we have. Sure, honor anything that we currently have on the books, but then we're not doing anything more. I'm with Mike Termot. He mentioned that on my show as far as what he would do should he get the libertarian nomination and eventually be elected as president. And I thought it was refreshing, but I'm concerned. 2030 agenda, Russia, China, setting themselves up to be a world power. We are going to see a war. It's almost inevitable at this point in time. The money is not there to sustain things. They know what they're telling us that with what they're getting at with these pensions. And we're now seeing that the UN, their agenda for 2030 and the agenda of Russia and China they're not going to be able to coexist together with one another. I just don't see it happening whatsoever. Which, by the way, while we're thinking about your pension and what time you can retire, the Republicans also proposed raising Medicare's eligibility age to coincide 
with the Social Security full retirement age, and then indexing that age to life expectancy. (laughs) Republicans, what are you doing? I know that you like to save a buck, but I remember when your party used to be the conservative fiscal conservative party, not the party that just screwed people left and right. Because right now you got no problem funding big war. You have people signing off, sending money over the Ukraine and the Republican side, the Democrat side. It's, it's not split, you know, in votes the way that you would expect it to be. You got people that are putting the country $31 trillion in debt, continuing to let that build up and do bills that they don't even have time to read through the thick of December, right? And they're coming through and now saying, oh, but you know what? We can, we can raise Medicare's eligibility age. That will save us a couple dollars. Nope. Healthcare, okay, is something that everybody should have some type of access to. Uh, I am a proponent of healthcare is a right. Healthcare needs to get paid for somehow, some way. You need to hold people accountable in order to pay for their health care. There needs to be a system in place. Our entire pharmaceutical industry owns our politicians. They spent $2.8 billion just last year. One company, Pfizer Pharmaceuticals, $2.8 billion spent on advertising. What do you think they spent on lobbying? What do you think they did making sure they bought your favorite politician? And I say favorite ironically. I'm sure they paid a good deal of money. So when we talk about Medicare's eligibility, we talk about big pharma. We have a problem with runaway cost. I have a family member who's insulin dependent, needs to take it for their diabetes. The amount of money they are spending here in the twilight years of their life is absolutely sickening. Under Donald Trump, those costs were coming down. Under Biden, he reversed all the executive orders at the State of the Union. He said he's going to redo that executive order and start bringing it back down as Donald Trump was going to do. I got an idea. Bring competition back to the pharmaceutical industry. Don't allow people to just charge whatever they're charging. Did you know that you can actually go to a doctor and say, can you get me the without insurance rate? And that's the actual cost for things. They have a cost for with insurance where they take your copay and then they get a little extra money and then they have the non-insurance rate, which is really how much the services should cost in the first place. But we've completely screwed up free market economics with big government getting involved in the pharmaceutical industry and really being pharmaceutical industry's little girlfriend or boyfriend, whichever way you want to put it. That's a problem. It's a problem when we're starting to raise these ages and tell people that eventually you're just going to die. You're not going to get collect any of this. It's the insurance agency model. That's exactly what it is. They look, they take your blood, they figure out when you're likely to die, and then they hedge their bets and they continue to price things up, term insurance, whatever you want to do. And eventually they don't lose. The house never loses. Anytime there's been a raising of the retirement age, it's been a big failure. It has not been something that has stuck. That's why we're continuing to raise it. This is a Band-Aid. So my proposal, leave the pension age, whether you're in France, whether you're in the United States, leave it exactly where it's at. Maybe even lower it. 
Why would you want to lower it? Well, allow people to enjoy their life. And at the same time, I think that we might have to give up on social security for people of a certain age. The government's going to have to back at one point in time and say, look, those of you that have been buying into this thing for over 10 years, the money will be there for you. Those of you that are at the 10-year mark or less, <clears throat> now it's time to cash out. Uh, we'll get you your money, less interest. We'll keep the interest to keep things fine. And then you are responsible. You are responsible for your financial future. You have to save the money in order to make things happen. It's a classic case of, please, government, save me from myself. I don't know how to take care of myself, government. Save my money for me because one day I will be poor. Can I get a loaf of bread, sir? Can I get some water? No, we got to start taking care of ourselves. Put some money away for yourself and teach people how to save. Teach people how to use interest. But then again, you know what? I guess that's an optimistic look considering the banks are failing and the feds raise the rates again this week. I didn't even get to that part in today's show. I'm not going to get to that part in today's show. I'm going to leave that for next week. But now let's address the elephant in the room, right? Let's have a difficult conversation. This might challenge your ideals, depending how you lean uh, regarding certain issues. We're going to have a race conversation right now. If we look back just 40 years ago, people were saying people are going to start living longer. And then we look at the pandemic and people are now living less long, right? We, I think in the United States, we've dropped almost 2.8 years since the pandemic. And we need to get that under control too. But there's one marker that really shows why raising the retirement age is not going to work in the United States. People are going, once they realize this, this is going to be a public relations talking point in order to make sure. This is why the Democrats will not allow the Republicans and the Democrats are correct here. So pay attention to this. All right. If you're a college educated white person, chances are, according to statistics, going to the insurance side, you could work until you're 70 and still have healthy years ahead of you. That is according to the statistics. Lower education groups, both white and black, as well as racial minorities, they don't have the same healthy years of life expectancy to be able to do the same thing. So you're going to find somebody that's going to say it could be discriminatory to raise the retirement age. Now, before anyone goes, oh, you're playing the race card, Bolton, are you? Well, no, because no, as I said, anyone who's in a lower education group and racial minorities, there are lower education groups of white people as well, right? This is not a carte blanche statement. There are also white people living in poverty that do not have good access to nutrition. What I am telling you is when we look at those lower education groups, when clusters throughout our country, normally that is in a higher area of poverty and it affects racial minority com communities at a larger proportion to the entire population. And so if that is the case and young people do not have healthy access to good nutritious food and they start off with bad patterns early in life, we can see that they may not live as long as someone who has more money and is better educated. doesn't matter if they're white or black. It simply matters whether or not their education level and access was 
higher. So there is this whole side of let's not raise the retirement age because it's high enough already, right? We should all get to enjoy a little bit. We just talked about the 32 hour work week just a few days ago. Let's all just enjoy life a little bit. And if the government wants a fight over this, then give the government what they want, right? We eventually have got to tell these donkeys, these spineless skeletons that they are supposed to be serving us. And so I raise my glass to the people of France to ask for the representation that you deserve. Do not let them screw you. Do not. Don't destroy your entire city. As a result, you got people that, you know, are in the same situation as you. They still need the work. They still need to have nice buildings to go to. So don't be like causing complete chaos over there, but continue to apply that pressure. I'm with you. I am there marching with you in spirit. Uh, I want you to be successful and I want us to be mindful that we got to make sure that the WEF and UN jerks that are trying to set this agenda cannot be successful. We are not their props to work to the bone. Do not allow them to do so. That's been the end of the show for today. Hope I've covered some things that gave you some perspective, some things to think about. As always, disagree or you agree. I'd love to hear your talking points. You can go to my website, AmericanBolden.com. Hear all the old episodes. Engage with me there. Help support the show. You can buy me a cup of coffee. You thought this week of shows was good and you want to show me some love? You can do that. I'm going to be starting to give, send, go soon because I got some projects that I'd like to do to help get funded. It's not up live yet, but that's coming soon. Uh, so I'll have some other ways for you to support me uh, and the content that I hope to bring to my listeners very soon, as well as some video ideas too that we want to get into. I hope that you guys all have a wonderful weekend. It's safe and blessed, everybody. That's it. That's all. You've been listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden on the America Out Loud Network. Be bold, America. <laughs>